wifey takeover of the Menovation coming in hot. The next couple episodes are going to be done by the wives of Menovation. You're going to hear stories, wisdom, and just so many awesome things from the perspective of wives from women and not just simply from men. We thought it'd be great that we could share with the men of the community a different perspective, a different perspective we don't always hear. We don't always hear in just such a raw, real form. So buckle in, get ready. The next couple of episodes of Menovation will be from the perspective of our wives and the things they've experienced, they've walked to. So tune in for some amazing wisdom and get ready. Here we go. <laughs> you can check us out on all major podcast platforms iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Menovation. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. We're coming in hot today, as my husband would say. And we just get the opportunity to to share our story as wives and mothers and just we have all this wisdom that we want to download to you. It's the reason why you should listen. Wifey takeover. Yes, the wifey takeover, having our coffee this morning. The good stuff. <laughs> but why don't we start by introducing ourselves? Hello. I'm excited to be here. I have my imaginary coffee. I know you can't see it, but I do. Um, my name is Dakota, and I am married to Anthony. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Coco. The Coco Bear. I, you can call me Coda Bear DJ. It's fine. Whatever you want. What else do you, what do you do about? within church, Sherry? Yes. I uh, I do some party planning at church, and I love it. That's and then me cool. and Anthony lead the junior high ministry, so we get to hang out with teenagers and uh, help them not make silly decisions we made when we were teenagers. <laughs> yes, <of course. laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and we have been married, uh, Anthony and I, for this month is a year and a half. So Yay. not too long, but I like him. Yes. Hello. Uh, my name is Shara, and I am married to Abe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we've been married for 22 years. Ooh, wow. Yes. That's is. awesome. Four kids. And you just had your anniversary, right? We did. Yep. April 15th. Beautiful. Yes. It was beautiful. So, I'm currently a worship leader at Awaken Church. So, yeah. Let's. Yes. Phenomenal. Thank you. Thank phenomenal. You. Yep. <laughs> phenomenal. Okay. I am Amy. I'm married to the spicy Ben. <laughs> Very spicy. Um, we've been married for 14 years, and currently um, in set, we do DNA at our church. So that's like our—we all know what that is. That's the intro of our church, the ins and outs of who we are and what we believe. And so we do that every morning. Come have breakfast with us at Awaken Church. Yes. We'll talk to you and feed you. The it's good great. stuff. It's the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. I've survived 14 years. Four, oh, that's right. I just keep it <laughs> I'm a survivor. Yeah, my name is Lindsay. I am the wife of John Johnston. Ooh. And Ooh. Uh, we have been married coming on six years. Yeah, I always Please. forget. Have we been married? 
six years or five years. It is really bad because I forget, I oftentimes forget our anniversary, like the actual date we got married. Okay, to be like some excuse that mm-hmm. I do have is we got, we had like a, an official ceremony and then we had like a second ceremony. And so sometimes yep. you guys did too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So our actual, um, like our legal date, mm. that's in our marriage certificate is the 8th. So a week before um, the day we got married. And then the 15th was our ceremony, like the church ceremony and party and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, mean, we got married in Mexico, so it's a little <laughs> different there. So. But yeah. you re- you're good at Same remembering your yes. date. Okay. Yes. yes. John's better. So I probably have to get on better on that because our password. Okay. I don't know. Yes. Why am I telling me? <laughs> I love it. These details that I don't well, need. We had shotguns at my wedding. So that's. <laughs> Oh Wasn't gosh. a shotgun wedding, but there was a shotgun at the wedding. At the wedding. I mean, Didn't you take a picture? stories, totally. You have a picture with a shotgun. I have a picture, and people have sent it to me numerous times. Like, once you post <laughs> something on Facebook, like this is why I'm glad none of this existed when I was a kid, and I was a teen, or a tween even. None of my stupidity <laughs> is on there. And I have friends who love me who don't post the, the actual photo that we've taken of my nonsense. But my wedding picture mm. with me and a shotgun, and I'm just staring Ben down with the shotgun on my shoulder. <laughs> And to the point that one of my friends actually printed the picture on a cup and sent it to me for our first year anniversary. (laughs) That is awesome. I just pulled it back out just to remind him who's in charge. (laughs) As you should. Um, Something that I forgot to mention was this is episode 41. 41. Everybody, if you're wondering. So just to to kick us off, we want to just start right into it. And the first thing we want to address is what do men need to know about women? What is, what is at least one thing oh, bless them. that men need to know? <laughs> Shara, do you want to start us off? Come on, Shara. I love it. What, what could have... What it was the pat on the shoulder for me? She's like, mm, girl, you've got this. <laughs> mm. You've got mm. this. Oh, to know about women, they need to know that not every uh, woman is the same. They just think, you know, that uh, certain things are going to work for all women. Yeah. And it's not. Sorry, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. If you're like, I'm really great with my sisters and my mom, and I think I'm going to be an amazing husband. Well, just hold tight. And that's your job, men, to figure out during your relationship or your friendship. Yeah. You know, I think they should all, it should always be a friendship before you get into the relationship. Word. I think that would be the best. You would have a good relationship or marriage. Mm -hmm. I think if you're friends first with your partner, then. 100%. So for sure, get to know what she likes, what she needs, what she doesn't like, you know? No, that's really, that's great. I think that's the purpose of like hanging out with friends. Like, I just always had people who would say, hang out with friends and be friends for a bit because you Mm -hmm. get a chance to see all of that stuff come up. And it's not like a big shocker and a big surprise when you get married because you're kind of like, oh, we've known each other. We've hung out. I've seen what kind of ticks you. I've seen what makes you laugh. Like, I've seen Mm -hmm. you get to see them when you hang out with a larger group of friends. You really get to see who people are. It becomes real. Yeah. It becomes real when you're with friends. You know, when Mm -hmm. you're with your friend, you're real with them. Right. You're not going to be acting like some someone you're not Yeah, with your friends. So that's why I always say 
I would say I'm, I'm on board with that, but Ben and I did did that, but did not do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were long distance. And so mm-hmm. it was like the bit that we could. And so I moved up to New York. Um, because I was like, if we're actually going to pursue this marriage thing, I'm going to come. I need to live close to you because mm-hmm. from what my mentors have told me, you need to get on my nerves. Like, we need to be around each other enough to <laughs> yes. get on each other's nerves before mm-hmm. we say I do. Because I'm like, in our world, that's a non-negotiable. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Once we're married, there's no out. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no thing. Nothing. You got no, you're, you in. Yeah. You, you down. <laughs> same changing? thing for me. That's the reason why I say this. Because I was not able to become friends with Abe. Mm-hmm. It was a three-year long distance, mm-hmm. and then know, you relationship. Married, and then you realize stuff that, like, irks you or, like, I had that thought. I was like, man, because yeah. I had some really great guy friends who were just great friends, um, and I knew the ins and outs of them. Like, I knew what grossed them out. I knew all the things, but with Ben, not so much. We, You can say it. Mm-hmm. Like, we could ask each other all the questions, but it wasn't until we got married in our very first argument— Ben, ben will know this, like, because mm-hmm. it still makes me laugh. Our very first argument was that when I get out of the shower, I remember I step that out on the I mat. Remember you telling it's, us that? Listen, people, if you're not <laughs> married, it's gonna crack. <laughs> like you're gonna be know that it's okay if you're freshly married and you just had a stupid argument about something really dumb. <laughs> you're not alone. So yeah. I take a shower, get out of the shower. Ben comes in, he's like, "Do you just get out of the shower and just stand on the mat and just drip all over the mat? The mat is like wet." And I was like, no, I dry off in the shower. I dry off in the shower and I step out of the shower once I'm dried off. And he's like, did you dry the bottom of your feet? (laughs) The the hell? What? Did I dry the bottom of my feet? Like you physically want me to do acrobats because we have a stand-up shower in our little New York apartment, right? I'm like, you want me to? He's like, yeah, you wipe your foot, you step out, and then you hold and then you wipe the other foot and step out. And I was like, well, then what is that lovely mat? You do that? Oh, my gosh. What is the mat outside of the shower for? Looks? Like, are we going for decor here? (laughs) I come from a very realistic family where it's like everything has a purpose. If it's in the house, it's not just there for pretty we just mm-hmm. didn't do pretty back in the redneck mm-hmm. world. Well, it's just, oh my god, a reason. And <laughs> I stepped so out. We got funny. in a huge argument. That was our first blow-up argument so because he was accusing me of just being reckless, I felt like. Mm-hmm. To me, it felt like he was accusing me of being reckless. And I was like, mm. you don't know what you have. <laughs> this, is, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Anyway. Oh well, oh, I love it. Anthony and I were friends in high school. So we met in high school. So we he saw all my weird quirks. We didn't like each other in high school. We were literally just friends. So we would hang out at friends' house. We'd like, it, we were just friends. There was no, like, we're dating. I have to, like, put on a pristine image or mm-hmm. be extra or be, you know, it was yeah. just like, it's Dakota and it's Anthony. Then when we started dating, it, it's great advice because when we started dating, all the walls came down. Mm. So yeah. it allowed for, you know, more fights right away because we already yes. knew, like, each other's weird <laughs> tics mm-hmm. and stuff. So um, I wouldn't suggest eight years of friendship First, (laughs) don't need to be that long. (laughs) But I do think a great foundation of hanging out with your other friends. How does your, you know, your significant other act around their friends and around people and all of that fun stuff. So I think that's great advice. Yeah. Um, So I'm Mm -hmm. the only one that was not friends with John before we got married. I did tell him this, though, because we met on eHarmony. So like, yeah. So. Um, Brought to you by eHarmony. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor. Hey. I, uh, I did tell, this is what I will say, to allow people to speak into your relationship, you know, um, because this is what, this is what he told me. 
I'm going to kind of throw him under the bus right now, but that's all right. Do it. Um, Take over. He's like, you know, I didn't really get any harmony to date. I just got on there to be friends and to find friends. And I was like, mm. and then I it's so a I, dating so, site. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's a dating. It's a dating ding, site. Ding. Yes. So then, <laughs> then I just told my sister. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but this is, you know, anyways. And she's like, No, no, no. You talk to him and tell him like, what's up? She's like, just lay it clear to him. Just say, you know, because I. And I was like, okay. And so then, you know, I texted him. I was like, where are you? So I met him in Park City at a at a Starbucks because I was living up there at the time. And then uh, he was technically working, but I just went in and I was like, I just got to let you know, I'm not friends with guys. So you can either date me or you won't. And I'll, <laughs> said, I'll give you till tonight to decide and then you can let me know. He's like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> we oh. can date. Oh, oh cute. <laughs> Way to go. So I was just like, I'm not going to play around. I don't, I don't, I'm I'm not friends with guys because in my past, it was never friends. Mm-hmm. I was, it was friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm just like, I'm not going to waste my time. You can yeah. either yes. value who I am and my boldness and my decisions. Mm-hmm. And so. And he, your physique. You're yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> she's so gorgeous. Her, you have such beautiful eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. all these compliments. Well, that was it. You walked in and he was like, oh. yeah. I was like, oh, no. Yes. The hell with I'm friends. I'm in, girl. <laughs> yeah. Friends what? No. 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 Yep. no. See you later. No. Yes, please. Peace. Anyways, but Coffee he man. will actually tell people um, that when it came to me saying that to him, that calling him to a higher standard was actually the first thing that he like appreciated about me and set me apart from all the other girls, women that he has, he has, he dated. Um, but I do have to mention, um, like being married young. Right. Mm. Um, so our first, okay. Trip to Hawaii. I don't know how many times our honeymoon to, I don't know who knows this if anyone does. So, you know, you're a little, it's a little tight, right. When you're in Hawaii, you're, you want to enjoy it, but you also have to pick what we're going to spend more money on what we aren't. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're in the grocery store. And I was like, let's get peanut butter jelly sandwiches or to make. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, okay, well, I genuinely, like, I genuinely wanted to have peanut butter jelly sandwiches. And so he's like, fine, get whatever you want. So I show up to the like checkout line and I have these. And he's like, what are you doing? I said, you told me to get what I want. And so we just got in this like fight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and so it's kind of like this that was our <laughs> official first fight um so dumb and silly but and I I just have a feeling people were like what is going on <laughs> <laughs> this is very random have you and Anthony it's had so good yeah have you and Anthony ever like, well I was gonna really say silly? we actually our first fight was like probably day one of dating yeah <laughs> We knew each other so well. So when we like we were good at calling each other out, which is, you know, eight years of knowing each other. So but we we I mean, to everybody said like it was like a stupid little fight. And that's most of the time what little tiffs in marriage are. Totally. Are these little fights that if we all just like stopped and thought we'd be like, what are we fighting about? (laughs) Like, this Mm -hmm. is so silly. And then ask what we do is we ask ourselves, okay, what is the root of the issue? Anthony's really good at because. Um, I'll come home from a busy day of work and I'll right away be like, why are your shoes on the floor? <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, who cares? Like, come hug me. Hello. Yeah. And he's like, well, what's the root? And I'm like, well, you know what? Today was really stressful. I had like an annoying mm-hmm. client, you know, and then he's like, oh, okay, so you're not mad at the shoes. And I'm like, no, I'm not mad at the shoes. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So. It's true. It's always like, I feel like it's just always 
something else. And I don't think I really realized that first on in marriage. I realized it more after I had kids. And I think because I catch myself more when I'm snatchy at my kids Mm. because, and then I'm like, you know what? It's not their fault. Like if I'm just grumpy about something, Mm, you know, minor, same thing. Like guys, I say to my kids, move out of the living room. (laughs) You need to move out of the living room. Um, And that's just basically because they just congregate there and all their stuff comes with them. And so I'm like, move out, go back to your rooms. Yeah. Um, But I'm more antsy and crazy about it on days when there's something else going on in the back of my mind, either Mm -hmm. something like that, or I woke up or I'm frustrated about something or whatever. So getting to the root of it, really good. I have to often apologize, just like, sorry that I'm cranky today. It's (laughs) just like everything. It's like, all right. It's me. Yeah. Sometimes for real. (laughs) Yeah. That's so great. So true. Yeah. Um, The reality. I know the realities of marriage. Let's talk about this. Like just in marriage, simply, not when it comes to our children. What do men need to know about marriage from a wife's perspective? So I think for for me, it's kind of difficult because I I'm like I really want to try and separate the kid aspect from just our marriage in general. So for John perspective wise, like you were saying. Like we come home, we're like frustrated. How can I, how can we talk right now and have dialogue and me just not exploding at you sometimes, you know? Yeah. That's and real. I, I know for me personally, I am, I can be very sensitive and which if it isn't in like healthy balance, it becomes toxic. Mm-hmm. And that's what that was. That was my past for a long time is it was just like toxic sensitive. Too, I was way too sensitive. And, um, but hopefully you had like a decent amount of dating time and then marriage or friends and marriage. And so you do get to know each other and how each other's functions. And so, you know, for me, John knows how to kind of call me down sometimes or to speak life into me or to encourage me and love on me when. I can't get out of my own head. I think for me, specifically for our marriage, for the longest time, I would just, there would be an issue, a fight. And I'm like, leave me alone. I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. And he's like, obviously something is wrong. So just tell me. And so it honestly, you know, we've been married almost six years and it took me maybe a good year to finally get to the place where I knew John was a safe place. He was a safe person where I could tell him all of my frustrations and anger and he wasn't going to divorce me or leave me. Mm -hmm. And so when I was able to like fully embrace that and understand that, then it opened up this vulnerability and this, um, yeah, me just understanding, oh, he's not going to leave me. Mm -hmm. I can trust him. And so that, that's something that I never really had exampled for me in, in my family where for a few reasons, but just that express your feelings. Don't hold them in. Just just be you. You're you're not going to be you know forced out of the home. Yeah, they love you and they yeah. married you. So yeah. you're either going to deal with it now or you're going to deal with it later and it's much better to deal with it now. Yeah. than it, before an explosion is created. Yeah. And I would say like a man's perspective when it comes to marriage um communication. Communicate. Don't shut down. Usually, oftentimes, it's the other way around. Men typically will just shut down and mm-hmm. isolate. Sometimes I don't know what the percentage yeah. is, but it 
it sometimes I feel like is tends to lean more towards the men side. Men are like more processors. So they like to sit and take a step back and be in that moment for a while and like shut down for a little bit. And then eventually I feel like they come out of it. But um, from the other side, as I've learned as a woman, is like let the man process those emotions and process that. That's really Mm -hmm. good. Like the argument or the words that were just said. Totally. I think the greatest bit of advice I ever heard about men was that when my one of my mentors explained to me is that men are very compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably one of the greater things in marriage is just that like it, it amazes me how Ben can just be here and then amaz- immediately move to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't flow over whatsoever. I'm like, y'all, I'm the Titanic. Okay. <laughs> like I've got those walls. We've got those compartments, but there's that yes. little area right at the top where once this one is full, it just flows and flows. And then the, the ship is sinking yeah. because right. all the compartments are full. And yeah, it's always amazing to me. I'm just like, how do you, oh, if I could just, Jesus, can I just have a little bit of that where men can just totally compartmentalize and just leave it. Like he can leave the house and go on a date and be there, be all in. Mm -hmm. And I'm still in my brain trying to go, don't think about the kids. Don't think about this. Don't think about that. Like be here, be here. I'm like my own coach on the inside. Like focus, focus, focus. You've got three hours, focus, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's amazing how they do that. They can just compartmentalize, take a minute. And y'all, that argument will be up in my head for a few days. (laughs) I will still beat you in on it. Do you feel like... You have been able to gain some of Ben's. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. It's really good. I think um, I come from Tennessee. So it's just, we're very like, oh, bless your heart. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> but that's, that, that's really here. like, you yeah. stupid idiot. That's really what they're saying to you. Right. Um, and I married someone from the Bronx who's just like, you stupid idiot. <laughs> you know, like, and so. Um, it's funny to my family because it's we've now been together 15 years, married 14. Um, and it cracks me up to hear my family back home go, well, you know, like if you ask Amy, she's just going to cut it to you straight. She's just going to tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was not the case. Yeah. 14 years ago, we dance around the issue in my culture, if you mm-hmm. will. And I think that was, I mean, not to get on another rabbit trail, but um, is when you are intercultured married, is that I automatically, we we were just prepared in a sense, to know that we were not going to see eye to eye on a lot of things. Mm. Even though Ben grew up at this point predominantly in the U.S. Well, he was probably 50-50 when I married him. He came at 11. Um, We got married when he was 30, so close enough. Um, Even though that is there, like his culture is deeply embedded in him too. Um, So you just know that you're going to have culture clashes. Um, And so I think that helped a bit. Um, to just be prepared, whereas it wasn't, it didn't blindside me. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I was already ready to kind of like learn of him, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm going to have to be open to some, a lot of more differences other than just female and male differences. I'm going to have to be open to cultural differences because yeah. he's completely different culture than me. And the same for him. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, it, I think it might've been more of an eye wake or, or, what is it, eye-opening experience for him Mm. to realize how much, even in the U.S., like I think we don't really realize, or maybe you do, um, that each state you grew up in is a completely different culture. We say it and we see it, Mm -hmm. but when you get into marriage, you have to know that that comes with you and like your culture, your family, the Mm -hmm. way you were raised, everything Mm -hmm. comes with you. You may not be from another country, but in Ben's world, I'm from another country. Like Mm -hmm. we eat different foods, we say different things. My teas. My L's disappear. Like, 
Like I say shoulder instead of shoulder, right? And what is what is the other stuff that drives him crazy? Oh, the window seal. And he's like, oh. is it a window seal? Like, and I'm like, a window seal, babe. Do I have to teach you English? Oh, That's his God. big thing is that he's like, I can't believe I'm married an American and I'm teaching you English. <laughs> Nice, like, I know. He's, it's amazing <laughs> the man's not being cut right now because the Bronx has rubbed off on me some, too. I know where the blades are in my house. Like, <laughs> just saying. Ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, that's funny. But, yeah. I feel like, yeah, just learning. And I think that's the beauty of marriage is knowing that. Um, so I would say something that you want to know mm-hmm. when you're getting to know women or before marriage is know that you're marrying that person's family Mm, and in Indian culture that Mm -hmm. is ingrained in them like they talk about that like parents arrange marriages for their kids based on we want to join that family we don't do that Uh, in the U.S. like you don't think about that family you don't think about marrying that whole family so it's like when you're getting married in Indian culture you know that that your family is joining that family and I've heard so many of my older family members who are Indian say this was arranged because my parents loved this family and they thought it, that family would be a great fit for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and yeah. so I think that's the thing is realizing when you're dating or when you're friends or when you're getting to know each other is look at the family. Don't base your decision on that because the individual is definitely that's not right. going to be that. But know that, that you're marrying that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Right? You're marrying a bit yeah. of that that crazy yeah. and that chaos. But at the same time, don't judge because— Indians take it to the next level. I love Indians. Hello, we're half Indian in our family. Please don't come at me. Um, but the biggest hangup for my in-laws was that I come from a divorced family. Mm. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with how much I love Jesus. Mm. Dang it, I was freaking living in India when Ben and I started talking. I I spoke a bit of the language. I could cook the food. I loved India. Mm-hmm. Um, but their biggest hangup was that my parents were divorced wow. and yeah. I was raised by my grandparents. Mm. That brought them such instability in their life. And so don't get hung up on that, those little things, because at the same time, I mean, yeah, and Ben had to put his foot down and was just like, well, if that's the only objection you have, like, you either are going to have to accept this person wow, or yeah. lose a son. Good for like, him. It got really nasty. Yeah. Um, because he was yeah. like, that's not her. You can't base that on her. So mm-hmm. total rabbit trail. No. Total rabbit trail. But no, that's great. It's just know that you are marrying the family, but see I the think that's great too. advice. That was never advice that I got from anybody Mm. that you're marrying. Like, because that's so true. If you want, if you want to support, like when I think about John, he loves being with his family and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if I, if I'm, if I want to fully support John and like bring life from him, then that also means, and I really love his family, but that also Mm -hmm. means like making his family a priority, Mm -hmm. spending time with him. Now Ben's family. Does anyone live here that's like his family? In Utah? Yeah. No, just his cousin. Oh, okay. Joanne. Yeah. 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 So all his family's back in the East. They actually just moved five miles. Five miles. No. A lot, <laughs> a lot more miles. Five hours from my family. Oh, okay. So like now our families are only five hours apart. So yeah. I'm like, this is great. Mm-hmm. You can go visit and like not in what too. what state? Yeah. Still in New York? Uh, still, no, they or? moved to Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. They got out of New York. It's a different political post. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, um, Ben's uh, Ben's one of two, right? He has a sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, their family got relocated to Georgia. And so his parents were like, why are we in having this three-family home in New York? This is, makes no sense. One kid is in Utah. One kid is in Georgia. Let's get out of here. Yeah. And so they moved to Georgia because Georgia's warmer than Utah. Oh. So, <laughs> it makes yeah. sense. 
So it's great. Yeah. It's great. Now they're just five hours from Tennessee and it's perfect. And yeah. Oh. Um, sure. Mesh, mesh. Share. I love that. You know, um, recognize that you're marrying the family as well. Totally. In a sense. And Shara, tell us, is there anything that you, any gold nugget? Well, my situation and my marriage and everything was a bit way different. And Do I go back now mm-hmm. and it's, it, it, yeah, it was really difficult now that I think about it. And, and uh, I was raised here. Well, no. Okay, let's go back. Born in Yucatan, Mexico. My parents, um, my dad actually was the first one to come here, you know, and and to see how things were because he was a a chemist, I guess you would call it, you know, like the ones that do the blood samples and stuff. And so so he he did that. It's called, yeah, it's something else. Lobotomist? No, no, that's different. No, 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 no. He was actually like the Took the blood doctor and oh, ran the blood yes, samples. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Biologist Someone medical knows. Oh, yeah, okay. some, yeah. Something medical. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's Mexico. Uh, pay was really bad. A lot of people would not be able, couldn't afford their tests and stuff. And he would just be like, you know, it's okay. You know, so it, it wasn't a stable, you know, um, financially, financially, it wasn't pretty stable. So um, he came here, okay, and then he liked it. He brought my mom. Um, she loved it. And so I was nine years old when they decided to bring us all here. When I said all of us, it's just me and my brother, mm-hmm. my little brother. So I'm the oldest of four. Um, and so I grew up here. <laughs> so I was nine until I was 18. Oh, okay. Specifically in Utah or just in state? Utah? Okay. That's amazing. In Utah. <laughs> And then, but I'm, after I was 12, so when I, we, I became 12 years old, um, my parents had already gotten their residency, like permanent residence, residency here. So now we could go back to Mexico and visit our family and be nice. able to come back, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was good. And um, so one of those trips, I, that's when I met Abe, but we actually met each other before our families were friends. Mm. Our families were friends oh. before. Oh, I think I knew. I think before I was nine years old, right? So mm-hmm. we were in the church choir. I was four years old when my mom put me in the in the choir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was wild. like a choir with like little kids and t- teenagers and adults. It was like a That's diverse awesome. oh, wow. choir. So, so kind of like your daughter, do- like <clears throat> you're a little bit right. Your, your kiddos sing with you. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. And so, so he was in that choir too. So he remembered you. I mean, we were kind of friends because <laughs> our, like my dad and his dad would go play baseball oh. and they would exercise together. They would go boxing and stuff. So our families knew each other. But in, but you know, one of those vacation times that we, that we would go every year, my dad would usually spend, we would spend at least a month there. Oh, okay. During vacation time every year. So when I was about Four, f- 15, that's when we saw each other again. And, and all the hormones had kicked yeah. in by then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On him, mostly. Who Yeah. And so since then, we were just um, 16, then we became a thing. But it was long distance. It was, And there was no FaceTime, no mm-hmm. Facebook, or no, you know. This is like the like, phone's connected to I the know. wall. It was yeah. the phone. Oh, okay. 
Or it was the, I mean, just letters. Snail mail, baby. Wow. It was See, letters. I love yeah. that. Yeah, but it's hard. Yeah. It was so hard. Like, I didn't, I did not have that friendship with him. That's why it was now mm. that I said, you know, become friends. Like, become friends first because I didn't have that. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. I didn't have that. And so... Um, yeah, we did communicate and it was all like love, you know, like, I love you. I love this about you. And I'm going to bring down the stars for you and the moon. And, Watch out. Right. You know, Mr. Romantic. Uh, yeah. He, he's always been so romantic and just, I just love that about him. Mm. I love that about him. Um, and he's still that way. And he, he just, he's still he just, that way. I love he just that. stole you and took you to Sundance yeah. for your anniversary. And you had no That's idea, amazing. right? You didn't know what you were doing. Men, women want that. surprises. Yes. Yeah. Come yes. on. That's great. Come yeah. on. Surprise yeah. like me, baby. Weird surprises. Yes. <laughs> he, like nice surprises. Weird. Kind of weird surprises you got going <laughs> yeah, on. No, no, no weird surprises. surprises. Yeah. Behind her weird surprises. Yeah. No. <laughs> Nothing weird. We're all like, what's, what's going on at your house? Yeah, so that's pretty much, you know. Our, how our relationships relationship started. And um, then when I was 18, my parents decided to move back to Mexico. So mm. I was like, okay, mm. just finish high school. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going with you because until I'm not married, I still have to live with them. And, you know, I'm under, mm -hmm. I live under their roof and their mm -hmm. rules. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like, okay, well, let's go back to Mexico. But during that time, those few last months, I, we wanted to get married. Like, I was like, let's get married, you know? Hey, yeah. Um, he got um, convinced by an uncle of his not to get married. Because oh, he was wow. up for it. He's like, yes, when you come, we get November. We can get married December, you know? Mm -hmm. January, December. And we were, I was like, yeah. But then he got convinced not to. Uh, because, mm. of course, we didn't have a home. Mm-hmm. Mm um, he didn't have a stable job. He was still going to school. Mm -hmm. And, but I got upset because I didn't understand those mm -hmm. things. You know, yeah. I was, yeah. and I got upset and <laughs> I was mad at him for those couple months. I was really mad at him, but I was still here. So I, it was, it was fine. Yeah. But then when I moved to Mexico and saw him again, I was like, oh gosh, no, I love you. I love you. Let's get I, married. Yeah. And we got pregnant. Oh. And we got pregnant. And we ended up getting married. We got pregnant like around December, January, I think. Uh -huh. And we ended up getting married anyway. <laughs> Hello. In like, April. That long distance. Wow. That just long distance just didn't work. Just yeah. It did. It did. It did. So, so yeah. What is it so about it, long it distance? Was, so it was hard. So, so when I was hearing you ladies say about, you know, your first fight and stuff, like our first fight wasn't, you know, about a rug or no it was like heavy stuff you yeah. know yeah. it was about families and then I ended up living with him with his parents mm. first couple years oh. and that's the worst I love them so I much two months of that two months. No, <laughs> I love them I love so much but, but it's yeah. but no they get it's not your it, own space it's mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. it is not and it's a your weird, space it's so weird because you're married and you feel that unity but yet, like, we did it just for two months while we're closing our place. Yeah. And, like, my mother-in-law was still making breakfast and lunch for us. Mm -hmm. I was like, this feels real weird. Yes. And yeah. it wasn't, there was, it was not her and what she was doing. Exactly. It's just that, it's just the, that setup. Mm. Cause you're like, and I was pregnant, of course, with mm. their first grandkid, too. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
because mm-hmm. they had an old, I mean, Abe has an older brother, right? But they were, they've been married, I think already like seven years or something like that. And they couldn't get pregnant, right? Oh, okay. So I come here with my <laughs> pregnant self, self yeah. yeah, you know, and of course, you know, attention was, was a little bit towards me and, you know, eat oh, this, yeah. don't do this, don't do that. Yes. And I was like, just leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and so poor A would come home from school and work and I would just be like, ah, she's telling me to do this. They're managing me. Yes. yes. And, oh my and, gosh, Mexicans. And then I talked to my mom and I told her, <laughs> I told her about this because I was like, done you know I was like no my mom was like everything that she's doing and that she's saying is it hurting you and it's is it hurting your baby mm. I'm like no there's that wisdom like she's yeah. doing it out of love mm-hmm. yeah yep. wow. so you take it you take it and you be thankful mm. and I was that like is so you good. are so right mom I'm like, so Thank you. would you say gratitude is a big part of like when it comes to marriage and their families their families yes basically mm-hmm. like what you were saying definitely yeah. mm-hmm. totally. like uh in the american culture what i've seen is that no it's just me and him we decide mm-hmm. but no you want to love on on your partner's family too totally. because they're gonna be there christmas thanksgiving right. birthdays mm-hmm. yeah they're part of your maybe not everyday life mm-hmm. But they are part of your life and they're going to be and you want to make them part of your children's life. Totally. Yeah. So they are important. Yeah. Ben, this is, do you want to know the, the depths that Ben went to? I only learned it afterwards. So we, when we, we lived with his folks for two months while we're closing on our place, then we move in. And then all of a sudden my phone is getting blown up by my in-laws. Like my, they're calling me like all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is so weird. <laughs> it's like Ben. Your parents are like calling me. Like they would call me to ask me something about Ben. Mm. And like your parents are calling me to see like how work was or if this happened or if that, you know, something really random. Like, yeah, why are they calling? And he's like, because I stopped taking their calls. <laughs> oh, literally. And that was the thing is that oh he was gosh. he knew that it was the the moment I got married into the family, I was their daughter. Like there was no oh, there was no strife. Yeah. There was no nothing. Once we were going down the path, they were they were totally yeah. fine. Um, but it's awkward for the both of us because of culture too. Mm-hmm. Um, like they would know how to handle a Indian Indian daughter in law, you know, but yeah. they just weren't sure about this white daughter in law. Um, and he could tell that Ben could tell that, and he wanted to build that, break that awkwardness. And by doing so, what did he do? This is Ben. He's just like, let's just cut the rope. He's just, he's black and white. Like it's, yeah. you know, yeah. he just cut wow. the strings. He was like, I stopped taking their calls. And I told them, if you need something, ask Amy. And so wow. they're calling me all the time, forcing me to talk to them. And I didn't mind talking to them, but I was yeah. like, this is just really weird. Like he's right there. Like call hey, him. Call yeah. Him. His number. <laughs> like this is nothing. He's like, no, I so I, I I told them to do that. I was like, I was irritated at first. I'm like, so irritating. But then when he explained it to me, I was like, you're so right, but I'm still pissed. Like that was still irritating because yeah. I'm just getting bombarded by, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then I was like, okay, duly noted. Reach out. Now I know it helped me to see like, you know, my parents were like, we're basically, they love me. We we keep in contact, but my family's always been like, no news is good news. Um, and his parents are more like, tell me about your day. You know, tell me mm-hmm. all the things. And so I was like, note taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Text, call at least once a day. Say, hey, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. 
Wow. Um, whereas my family, I literally like traveled to Afghanistan and I was like, if you don't hear from me, know that all is well. Yeah. I mean, you know, like yeah. no yeah. news is good news. It's like, I'm not going to go put myself at risk to make a phone call to tell you that I'm okay. Like, just wait when I get a chance, I'll let you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. But do his wow. parents like still call you or is Ben's talking to them now? Yeah. He's talking to his family now. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> make sure. I, feel like, I feel like in the last, once we had kids and uh, I just felt so like over, you know, like uh-huh. our girls are 13 months apart. And so it just felt it's, it was a season of a lot. It's almost yeah. like having twins, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like during that season, it, it shifted a bit more because I was like, I can't be picking up the phone call all the time. I've mm-hmm. got diaper change, diaper change, food, food, like the whole thing. Right. Um, and so, yeah, now they're like, hey, is Amy okay? Is everything oh, right? nice? <laughs> <laughs> Checking up on you. In the last like year or two, I've actually fallen away so much that I'm like, <gasps> I need to call my in-laws. It mm-hmm. means a lot to them, you know, whereas my parents are just, my mom stays with us, but my dad's just kind of yeah. like, yeah, I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Like, whatever. Okay. Um, so we have a little bit of time left, but Dakota, I want you to share. I think you shared something at the beginning, but um, like what is something that a married man, a young married man, you know, would benefit from some advice from a young yeah. woman? The main yes. thing that I think about is um, like when guys grow up, I feel like they're constantly hearing like women are so emotional and complicated and they need so much and they're so high maintenance. But the and and some women have a you know maybe more extravagant lifestyle on some things, but the advice that I would give and what we've learned is like or Anthony has learned, women are actually not that complicated. Mm-hmm. Like take us on nice dates. When we get angry, just hug us and pray for us mm-hmm. and tell us That's we look good. pretty. Like yeah. there's things that come up in marriage that need more, you know, <laughs> watering. <laughs> yeah. and, yes. and so, but the day to day, like women are actually not that complicated. Like if there is good. something wrong, try, we will tell you what is wrong 99% mm-hmm. of the time. Um, so that's my advice is like, love on, love on your wife, like every day, love on your significant other every day. And mm-hmm. and I, that will shift your marriage. I think mm-hmm. we went from yeah. like, it's kind of like date to date. And it was like these big extravagant things. And then we realized it was in the day to day where we mm-hmm. felt the most loved and it's not that complicated to do. Yeah. And there's things that will grow and evolve. And I'm sure once you have kids, you have to extra think about those things. Now you have mm-hmm. more yeah. people to think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest advice is women are not that complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Love mm-hmm. on them. And and I think it's once it's like this boomerang effect. Mm. If I give a compliment to Anthony, he'll give one back. And then it just creates this stream of it's back and forth. And mm. then before we know That's it, good. it's like, oh, we've had a great week. What mm-hmm. changed? Oh, well, we're just like being extra nice to each other. <laughs> yeah. Extra like loving on each other. Mm. And then the second one is that you guys are a team. Mm. In, the, mm-hmm. in the beginning of our marriage, I, so I come from divorced parents, a broken home. I didn't know what a healthy marriage looked like. And we saw it really beautifully structured in the church. Like we had good foundations that were built. But when we got married, I was like, okay, well, in the movies, I saw like casseroles were put out and they ring the bell and be like, dinner's ready. Wash your hands. The table's all set. And I did that for a few months of our marriage. Like Mm. I cooked the big dinners, had leftovers, made the lunch did the dishes that night. I was the cleaner. I did everything. And then I was like, I'm so burnt out. I'm doing everything. And he's like, who asked you to do everything? Wow. I'm here to help. And it took me a while to actually accept the help. But that's a big thing too. Is you are one team. Mm-hmm. Do things together. That's make decisions really together. Don't, it, you know, being for me, like 
I moved out of my house when I was 16. So I've been on my own for a while. I've had to figure everything out. So that was a huge thing, at least for us coming together. Um, Just be a team and do everything together. Mm. And then I think it helps not fighting because then it's not like, why did you make a decision without me? What the heck? Mm -hmm. So that's great. I love that. It's so great advice. All of all of these gold nuggets that women and Mm -hmm. men need to hear. I think the Bible says, right? Jesus says, husbands love your wife as Mm. Christ loved the church. Mm -hmm. That's like one of the first things you think of. And that's what I thought about when you're saying that to is like, if you just love on your wife, cherishing her, doing those things, it literally calms all the things. Yes. Because I feel like we have these roles in our head that we have to perform, that we have to, you know, this is what a wife is. This is what a wife does. Um, And I love old fashioned roles. I really do. Um, but at the same time, realizing that you are a team and that there's times that, and I feel like as women, we'll feel like we're failing. Like, yes. oh, he's making himself a lunch. Oh, I failed to take care of him. I'm mm. supposed to take care of him. But at the same time, realizing it's a team and no, at the, at the same time, he can take care of himself sometimes and it's totally fine. Um, and letting yourself Men, tell your wives it's okay that they mm-hmm. don't have to do everything. Go, yeah. Anthony. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's gold. Awesome. Okay, so that is it. Great thoughts. <laughs> great, great episode, 41 okay. episode. So make sure to listen to that. Um, and we will we'll talk to you take guys. Two. Yeah, for take having two in us. Come back. Of course. Okay. We have more to say. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. Yes, we do. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>